Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and its select theaters. Rated R. Everybody. Welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie. Hello. How's it going? It's going really good. We had the craziest snowstorm last night, which, <gasps> you know, that's Idaho yeah. Spring. Uh, yeah, and, and woke up this morning and our trees were just fat and heavy with tons of snow. Yeah. And now it's just all burning off in the sunshine, so... You know, yeah. it's all the best well. because it only lasts for like three hours and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. Yep. The pigs have been very unhappy about it because they've, they've spent a ton of time outside this last week. Yeah. You guys, they come in the house and they look like they are wearing mud ankle boots. It oh, is no. so bad. Oh, you have to get down uh-huh. on the floor with a wet washcloth or, you know, and a, a spray bottle of, co- of water and try and spray them off and clean them up. And oh, no kidding. So bad. So they weren't very impressed with that, but, uh, no. you know, it is. Our little dachshunds weren't either because they've been having so much fun out in the sun and they were yeah. like, what in the actual hell just happened? <laughs> <laughs> they're so mad. <laughs> Not cool. Yeah. Yep. Not cool at all. But well, it's all I'm... good. The sun's making short work of it now. Yes. And that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. I yeah. hope that you all enjoyed our pop-ups that we did over the weekend that's going to be kind of a new you know you never know we might pop in with something fun just a quick topic we're enjoying that that's really been fun yes we are yeah you never know know. we might just show up live for some reason you just don't know yeah (laughs) i like it we just we do what we do (laughs) i love your new background by the way but that is so cool i do too I was very tired of the halo sarong situation. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful, but it did sort of, you know, add a sort of like Mother Mary look to you or Mm -hmm. something. Kind of weird when we're talking about true crime, right? (laughs) Right. And then he chopped her up with a hatchet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, No. It doesn't work. (laughs) Not at all. I am on a brand new computer and my off and a brand new desk and my office is all rearranged and I know yours is too, and I'm just, I'm very happy, very happy with my setup. We both, we both did a big upgrade, so I'm on a brand new computer as well. New mic is coming in a couple of days, and I have these new acoustic um, room divider things around me to help bring my sound in because I'm, I've been a little echoey. I live in a house of hardwood and tile. It is so hard to not be echoey. Like, yeah. But I've gotten to a point where I think this is going to be better. I've got acoustic mm-hmm. tiles coming that are going to be around me uh, in the next few days as well. It's just time, guys. We've done 160 episodes. Can you believe that? It's time to get more. I would say no, right? But my kids would say yes because mm-hmm. they're constantly too. like, what? You got to do another video? You got to do another live stream? Like, 
again. Yeah. I'm like, always. Again yeah. and always. Yes. Yeah, I know. Mine too. You have enough. I thought you wanted to play a game with me. I'm like, I'm sorry, I have a live stream. Remember, it's, you know, Wednesday night or Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Or hey, we got to record an episode. It's Monday night or whatever. Yeah. I was like, but, but I'm like, dude, you're 25. Okay, come on. <laughs> we'll play a game by yourself. <laughs> you're going to be fine. <laughs> right. My daughter will call me and say, what are you doing? Uh, researching a case. You are always researching a case. I'm like, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of research to do. <laughs> oh, so, yes. My son wants yes, what are you watching? True crime documentary. Ugh, that's all you ever watch. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> this is what I do, remember? I'm a podcaster. I'm a true crime podcaster. That means this is actually part of my job. <laughs> yeah. And if we're not doing one of those things, we're talking to each other about true crime. Or we are watching or reading something that a listener or a client sent to us about true crime. It's yeah. just, you know. It's just our what life it is. now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And that's okay, because we love it. We're having a blast. Yep. So there. Yep. <laughs> so there. Well, on that note, let's get to this case. Yes. So this is a cold read for Katie. I'm presenting a case. She has no idea what this case is. I don't think she's ever even heard of it. It is a listener suggestion. So thank you for this. I will show us a little picture first. I hate when I have to show you a picture of a darling little kid, but here we oh. go. This is our darling little child who is, she went by Nina, but her name was Iriana de Jesus. Okay. And she was five years old. So one day in two, in the year 2000, I don't have the exact date right in front of me. She went missing. And was found about three days later. um, And she had been raped and strangled. And her family and her community were absolutely devastated. Including, this was in Philadelphia. Including a homicide detective named Joseph Bambersky. Okay. Joseph Bambersky has absolutely committed his life and his career to finding her murderer. He was absolutely devastated. He was one of the officers present when they found her body. And he just, he's like, he promised her mother. He said, I will never retire until I have caught her killer. So most of this story is not about Iriana, but it is about a man named Alexis Flores. Alexis Flores was living in Iriana's community at the time that she went missing, only he was going by the name Carlos. And he was kind of a homeless guy that some people in his community, in that community took in and he was working as a handyman and he kind of, everybody in the community knew him. He was around and, you know, just seemed like a good guy that was, you know, kind of down on his luck and needed some help. And one of the children, Ariana was playing outside with her sister and her mom went to pick up Chinese food. And when she got back, Iriana was gone. And one of the children that was outside playing with Iriana saw her walk away hand in hand with Carlos. And then she was never seen again. So we know who killed Iriana. My question for you is actually not who killed Iriana, but we'll get to that. Yeah. So here's what we know about Alexis Flores. 
He was an undocumented immigrant from Honduras. Okay. He was born July 18th, 1975. Let's see. So there's not a lot known about him because he mostly lied about his identity and everything about him. So he just sort of disappeared after Iriana was killed. He just sort of wandered away. People kind of wondered about it, but they didn't know, really, mm-hmm. um, until the police showed the, one of the neighbors in the area who had been helping Carlos um, a T-shirt that was next to Ariana's body. And he recognized it as a T-shirt that he had lent to Carlos because Carlos didn't have any clothes. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then they started really questioning and he became wanted. Uh, for her murder and there was a sketch of him remember the tv show america's most wanted yeah there was a sketch of him circulated on that tv show so then alexis pops up in arizona in 2002 so this is two years later he was arrested for shoplifting and at that point so you know he starts to kind of um get the attention of law enforcement. Yeah. Then there's a noise complaint at his house. And then he gets in trouble because he's given false documents to the police. So again, he's pretending to be someone else. Yeah. Gives false documents to the police. And he actually was in possession of some kind of a device used for forging documents. So that's a felony in Arizona. So he was arrested for that. Um, they did find a lot of pornography in his uh, in his home, and he had told them that he used to live in Schaumburg, Illinois. So he didn't say anything about being in Philadelphia. Yeah. So he went in 2005. He was incarcerated for 60 days, and then because he was un- undocumented, he was deported to Honduras. Um, and this is in June of 2005. So unfortunately, still. We don't know yeah. that Alexis is the murderer of Ariana de Jesus. So in 2006, which is only a year after they deported him, unfortunately, his DNA sample got into CODIS. And in March 2007, it um, matched positively with the DNA found at the crime scene at Ariana's murder. Yeah. And so he was immediately determined to be Carlos was actually Alexis Flores. Right. So there was an arrest warrant, of course, um, put out for him, and he was charged with murder and other felonies relating to her death. And there was a federal arrest warrant for him um, because he was charged with unlawful flight to avoid prosecution. I'm just going to put his picture up here for a minute. So that you guys can see him in case by chance you happen to know him. Um, Flores was also added to the FBI's 10 most wanted fugitive list on June 2nd of 2007. Okay. So he, there's a reward of $100,000 for information leading directly to his capture. That's offered by the FBI. He also is subject to an Interpol red notice. So I had to read, look this up. I didn't know what that meant. I'm going to show you. These are the Interpol notices. Red is number one, which means that when these go out to 
um, Interpol, it basically red says, you know, capture this guy no matter what and plan to extradite him. He uh-huh. needs to be extradited. So some are like, you know, question this person, capture them, hold them till someone comes to talk to them, that kind of thing. No, right. the red notice is get a hold of this dude and send him back to the United States as soon as possible. So it's like, yeah. num- you know, it's like the number one on the list of this is, you know, anywhere in the in the world, if he's found, mm-hmm. this is what they want to do with him. So, you know, there are a lot of people looking for him, but this was in 2007. Mm-hmm. He is still missing. He is considered to be armed and extremely dangerous, considering the things that he has done. He's fluent in Spanish and English. And he is believed to either be in Honduras or to have returned to the United States, uh-huh. likely under a fake name again. So he's wanted for murder, kidnapping, an unlawful flight to avoid prosecution. There is a $100,000 reward for him. Uh-huh. Here are some of his aliases. Mario Flores, Mario Roberto Flores, Mario F. Roberto, Alex Contreras, and Alisis Contreras. Uh-huh. These are all names that he's been known to go by. Uh-huh. Uh, he is five foot four and about 140 pounds. And by occupation, he has been a handyman. We don't know if he still is, but that's what he's done in the past. And he's been on the FBI's most wanted list since June 2nd of 2007. And interesting, I just thought this was interesting. He is number 487 of fugitives that have been put on the FBI's most wanted list. Wow. Yeah. So we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, I'm going to ask Katie my questions about Alexis Flores. Okay. We'll be right back. And we're back. And we are talking about the murder of Ariana de Jesus that happened in 2000 in Philadelphia. And her murderer, who is Alexis Flores, and he is a fugitive on the FBI's number one most wanted list, 10 most wanted list. Um, And he is charged with kidnapping and murder, all first degree charges. So, Katie, my question for you is, where is Alexis Flores? I actually feel like he is in the U.S. Okay. I feel like he's under a different alias now than he was before. Mm -hmm. I feel like he has assumed the name and social security number of someone that, uh, you know, that is a citizen, you know, Mm -hmm. and he's, he's using that name and social and getting by that way. I feel like he's very aware that he's on a wanted list and he's really keeping his head down. And keeping, you know, keeping his nose clean to avoid, uh, you know, ever popping up with the FBI. I feel like he's living in a fairly small town where there are a lot of other Hispanic people. And he's just kind of blending into that and just, you know, keeping a low profile. But, yeah, he's in the U.S. I don't feel like he was out of the U.S. for very long. Um, But he's very good at forging, you know. And I feel like he's good at being connected to those who... uh, you know, could also help him with documentation and things. And so it wasn't hard for him to figure it out and come right on back. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's here. Any idea of what part of the U.S. he's in? He is in the West 
He's in the West. He's not in Arizona. Mm -hmm. I actually think he's in California. I do too. That yeah. was my that was my immediate hit is that he's in California. Mm -hmm. It would it would be very easy for him to blend in in California and no one have mm -hmm. a clue. Who. Yep. So we wanted to share this case first of all for justice for Ariana yeah. DeJesus, but also to just be one more avenue of putting out his picture and his description mm -hmm. in helping to catch him because he you know if he has raped and murdered one little girl. Oh, no. He's probably done it before and is still mm -hmm. doing it. Mm -hmm. Like People who do things like that don't just stop until they are stopped. I actually feel like he had a few victims in Honduras. Yeah. That's the hard part. You know, he's lived in Honduras. Yeah. We have no idea what he's done there. There's very little known about his history there because he's never shared it and he's lied so much that. Well, we he's been in more than Honduras. I feel like he's been in other mm -hmm. South American countries, too. Yeah. My first question actually for myself was, is this person actually a serial killer? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can classify him as a serial killer, but I don't feel like she was his first victim, nor do I feel like she's his only victim. Okay. You know, I, I feel like he's done this quite a few times. This is why serial killer came up for me, because one of the first things I heard was that he was responding to that drive within yeah. to commit a crime like this. And unfortunately... We've heard that from a lot of other serial killers that they, when, when the need, the hunger for it attacks, you know, the only thing that says it is to create, you know, to, to do it to again, commit a crime. Yeah. To do it again. And I feel yeah, like he has easy, that in him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you have it. Alexis yeah. Flores. If you're in California, keep an eye out for this dude. Mm -hmm. If you have yeah. any questions, call the FBI. Yeah, or anywhere in the U.S. Because yeah, he he could be moving around. Yep, that's the thing. He's very smart, and he's learned a lot mm -hmm. through this process about how to avoid detection. And yes, you know, he's been on the run for a long time, just mm -hmm. twenty years. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, thank you, Katie. I appreciate your read you on bet. that. As you know, we have more coming up this week, so be sure to yeah. keep an eye. This is our Wednesday show, isn't it? This is our Wednesday show. Yeah. I don't know, you guys. We record these in advance, so, you know. <laughs> right. This is our Wednesday show, which means tonight <laughs> we have our live stream, which is our case update. It's at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Yes. Here on our YouTube channel. So if you're listening to us on a podcast, Come join us live on our YouTube channel. We have a lot of fun with our case update. And then Thursday, we will have our Thursday night psychic show, which is a yeah. lot of fun. That's also a live stream on YouTube. So we've already had some great cases this week. And of course, we'll be coming to you live. So yep. don't forget to tune in. <laughs> and you know it. We are True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Thanks for being here. Thanks, guys. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower.
True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.